0: that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. Father, thank you for this opportunity. We give you glory. We give you praise. I want you to just lift up your hands towards so seven and just... Give the Lord praise, give the Lord worship. Man dahadala bashogadala, man lagadaba, man Give him glory and give him praise. Man dahala kola dabala manen, man dolobo
1: shogadaba
0: rain,
2: Jesus
0: 7 and sing as we Jesus,
2: Jesus pray. i wow.
0: Seven. All power belongs to him. All might belongs to him. All glory is his. He owns all things. Everything belongs to him. And he says that he is with you and he's in you. He's with you and he's with you. How can you fail? How can you fail? Who can, who can condemn you? The devil cannot succeed in your life the one to whom all wisdom all power all glory amen amen blessings and glory wisdom, thanksgiving hey, power and mind belongs to our God all these things belong to our God forever and ever amen they belong to him and they belong to him for you wow see I'm special That's why we are singing to him. Letting him know who he is in our lives. Who he represents in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So open your heart, open your mind and just sing it to him. Okay? Yes, sing it to him. There is none holy as the Lord There is none
2: beside I see. Neither is there any rock like a God. There is
0: none
2: holy as
0: the Lord. There is none. The
2: there is none holy
0: as the Lord. Very simple song. the song? Okay. Who sang the song? Who? Hannah. This is Hannah. Samuel's mother, Hannah. Is Samuel's mother not Hannah? Yeah. Yes. Hannah was the one who sang. This is in First Samuel chapter 2. From verse 1. You see it there. After the Lord gave her her answer. After several years of asking. Hmm? And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy as the Lord. For there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. You are too late. Uh, Neither is there any rock. Like so, this is this is Hannah's song of thanksgiving. She realized that the Lord is faithful, the Lord is gracious. After several years, God still answered her. Sometimes it's like your prayer is taking so long. What you are expecting from God is not coming. God is faithful. Say, God is faithful. God is faithful. faithful. The one who has begun a good thing in you will bring it to a perfect end. I'm confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this,
2: of this very thing. That, that he who has, has begun, begun a good work in you. He shall perform it
0: until the day of Jesus Christ. Christ. He shall perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ, oh, I'm confident of this very thing. I'm
2: confident of it's this also a scripture, Philippians chapter one,
0: healed. verse four. Look at Philippians one, verse four, oh, verse six rather. Being confident of this thing, this very thing. Paul was talking. Can you change the thing? Philippians chapter one, verse six. 14. Philippians one six. yeah he says, being this is Paul talking, he was encouraging the children of God that he's confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it. God is not slow. tell but God is not slow. Don't think that God is slow. Tell the other neighbor, don't think that God is slow. What he says he will do, he will do. He will do it. It will be done It will be accomplished. You will go back with your testimony. You will have results. You will sing your song of praise. You will see, how ah, the Lord, look at what the Lord has done. Come and see what the Lord has done for me.
1: He has taken away my souls, and I'm
0: free. Something.
2: I hey. got because of Jesus, every day Nashakara they do double the double the heavenly blessings I even receive. Ah, eh, eh, God, your best and best is always the father of me. God has given me big, he has given me victory he me has given me victory. Ah, eh, God, I've given me victory. Ah, eh, God, I've given me victory Alla, la, 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 la. You
0: know, when, when you have not gotten your answer and you are dancing, it, it confuses the devil. He wonders, ah, this girl, ah, this boy, what's up? After all that I'm doing, you are not seeing. He told them, I'm not seeing you. Yes. Paul said, looking unto Jesus. Looking away from all that will distract unto Jesus. Look away from the pain. Look away from the shame. Look away from the depression. Look away from the discouragements. Look unto Jesus, who is the author and finish of your faith. And celebrate him, whether things are good or bad. Okay. Makes no difference. God is faithful. Yeah. And he's able to do exactly what he says he will do. Yeah. Yes. God is able to do.
2: Just what he says he will do, he's gonna fulfill every promise to you, so don't give up, don't give up on God,
0: cause he won't give up on
2: you, he's able,
0: He's able to do all things, okay? He's able. He's able. God
2: is able to do. And God is able to do just what he says he will do. He's gonna fulfill. He's gonna fulfill. Every promise to you. So don't give up.
0: Cause he won't give up on you He's able Hallelujah The Lord is able To do exceedingly abundant Above all that you can ask or think Trust him Okay Trust him I don't know why I'm doing this But the Lord is asking me to do what I'm doing To encourage you Yes Don't give up on God Yes Don't give up on God Hmm what he has said concerning your life will come to pass. Though it tarries, he says, yet, wait for it. It will surely come to pass. He is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. Yes. According to his power that is at work in you. Yes. This power is working in you. And that power is going to produce results in your life. Don't be depressed. Turn about, don't be depressed. Don't allow depression to take a hold of you. Yes. Don't let anyone take you away from the Lord. Sometimes when the answer is not coming, a man will come. Or a woman will come and try to answer the to give you answers to the questions yes you start singing that song I won't go back I can't go Go back.
1: back to the way
2: it used to be before your presence came and changed me I won't go
0: Hallelujah! I'm never going back.
2: I am never going back. I'm never going back to the way it
0: was. I'm never going back.
2: I am never going back. Sing it to I'm never going
0: back. I'm never going back. To the way Maybe before you were you were you were Never going near down. a prostitute. You're very close. You don't do it often, Never but I mean you need money, you go for one round or four rounds. Ah! for 500 Ghana cities. But I'm not going back. I'm, John, I'm not going back. Maybe you were a sugar boy. I had some guys in our church who were sugar boys. They are still One of them is a pastor now. He used to sleep with older women for money. I didn't know that existed. Until I, you know him. You know what I'm talking about. Until Until, he's a pastor now. Until he came to church and God changed his life. He was a serious sugar boy. Hey. He said, Pastor, sometimes it's not easy. I but because of the money, you have to do it. So the sugar mommy wants me to go about six rounds. I can't go. Hey! I'm never going
2: back. I am never
0: going back. never thief. You used to steal. When you realize that you are become, it's becoming difficult for you, you steal something. Yes. You steal anything from food to money to something to sell. Laptop to sell. A phone to sell. I mean there was a guy in our church who used to steal. Every day when he comes to church, phones get missing. How many of you remember? Who, who remembers? Yes. He was stealing every day when he enters the church. Like the day he doesn't come to church, no phone gets lost. I don't know why we're also doing that. I mean, we we'll finish service and people will leave their phones on their chair, on their chairs, and he was just doing shopping. He would take them and go and sell until he did it for so long. One day we prayed that he would be apprehended. When we prayed, that would be he was not there when we're praying. So the following Sunday, we prayed on a Wednesday. Sunday he came to church. And when he came, he came to do shopping again. And he took my tablet. He took my tablet. My tablet was on my, my table and he took it. Then when we were looking for it, I said, I feel it is this guy. I just felt that it's that, it's that person. So we went to his house. When we went to his house. He, had, he was deleting everything. He had cleared everything on my, my tablet. And he was going to release it, I tell you. And then we told him, Charlie, return the thing. He was the one who was stealing all the phones. Maybe that, was, that is how you were, And the economy is pushing you to try to do like pressure. But say to the pressure. I'm never going
2: back. I am never going back. I'm never going
0: back to the way. A dealer, you are selling weed or wheat in order to survive. But you are never going back. See, I am not going back. I am not going back. We've had all kinds of people. We have weed dealers before. We've had armed robbers before. All kinds of people. The Lord changes everyone. So I see the Lord changing you, making you into the one He has designed for you to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I've been blessed. Hallelujah. Never going back. I won't go Don't back. Can't
2: go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me.
0: Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. The Lord is with you. Say the Lord is with me. And He will never fail me. Never. Yes. Be encouraged, okay? Be encouraged, be inspired. Because God is fighting on your for you. What you have started, you finish. What you have started. He will finish. Hallelujah. I wish, I, I wish we could do what we are doing for a long time. Yes. It's what God says is always true. Hallelujah. Let's pray and I will start. But before before we start, okay. Someone asked me a question yesterday. You asked me a question yesterday. And I answered you. But the answer was just to you. I think you should hear it. You should hear the answer. She asked. Because I had spoken to them. Those who work in church. I have spoken to them and I told them that when God talks to you for a long time about something, when God keeps talking to you about something over and over and over again and you are not minding him, at a point you keep quiet and he will never speak again. You see, he will never speak again about that particular thing. I was talking to them about Israel and how Israel was not minding God for a long time. So God also became quiet for 470 years. Between the book of Malachi and Matthew is a gap of more than 400 years. They are called the silent years. God was not talking to anybody. No no prophet. No pastor, no priest, nothing. Quietness for four, over 400 years. Wow. Sometimes there's a question, you know, like, can I mess up, fool around, do everything, and God will still, God will still be there? The answer is No. You should fear the Lord a little. It's like any, you know, fooling, fooling with any human being. Even fathers give up on their children after some time, after several years of trying to make things work in a child's life. A child has decided that it is weed that he's going to smoke. Every money that is given to him is consumed on weed, on drugs, or something. After some time, they stop doing some things for you. Yes. There's this popular actor, you know, who as he's acted a lot. He was in, he was in this movie. Um, I don't want to mention his name. If I mentioned his name, you would know. So, but it's, it's on the internet, so maybe I should mention his name. Yeah. Do you know Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne? You only know Nigerian movies, Nigerian character. If I said, do you know Messi Johnson, you say, oh, yes. It's a good thing. It's, it's good. At least we are looking at something that is from Africa. It's powerful. Lawrence Fishburne, he was in uh, Matrix... Uh, all those movies, Boys in the Hood. Do you know Matrix? How many of you have watched Matrix before? <laughs> how many of you did not understand it? I did. I never understood. I hear new one and sound. I don't know why I should watch it because I didn't understand part one, two, three, and four. Why should I? Why should I go and watch part five? So I'm not watching it. No matter how much they force me, I'm not watching it. I'm not interested. But his daughter, you know, he had a daughter, he has a daughter who decided that she would be a porn actress. She act porn. That is her decision. She's been doing it, she was doing it, you know, behind the father, and the father found out. She says, This is what I will do. But she's just destroying her life. She has destroyed it to a very large extent, and now nothing can be done. So the father says, Okay, be happy, be blessed. This is what you say you will do. God. So even if natural fathers uh, that we know do that, all fatherhood derives his name from God. So a natural father may act like that because that is how the spiritual father also acts. The Lord, our God, who is the father of all spirits, also acts like that. In Proverbs chapter 1, God talks about how the word of God ceases to work for people after some time. Are you in the church? When God keeps telling you, change, change this thing, change this thing, or don't go back to this thing, 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 like I say, never going back. He's telling you, don't go back to it, don't go back to it, don't go back. And then you say that this is what I will do. Proverbs 1. Let's read from verse 20. Proverbs 1, verse 20. He says, Wisdom cried without. Wisdom is the word of God. Wisdom cried without or outside. She uttered a voice in the streets. I mean, when you're walking through the streets, you hear people preaching the gospel, isn't it? Next verse. She cried in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. Wherever you go, wisdom is crying out to you. In the city, she uttered her words, saying. Then he says, How long, ye simple ones, would you love simplicity? Let's, Let's read... Message, eh? Let's read message from here from verse 22. Simple things, how long will you will you wallow in ignorance? Cynics, how long will you feed your cynicism? Idiots, how long will you refuse to learn? About face, I can revise your life. Look, I'm ready to pour out my spirit on you. I'm ready to tell you all I know. So this is wisdom crying. Says, I'm ready to tell you all I know. I'm ready to pour out my spirit upon you. King James, now go back to King James, verse twenty-four. King James, because I have called and you refused, like the word of God is talking to you all the time. Don't go back to this thing. I don't want you. To, I don't want you there. I want you here. I want you in my house. I want you active in my house. I want you to do this. I want you to do that, and you are not minding. After some time, God will keep quiet. That's what I'm trying to let you know. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no, no man regarded. Next verse didn't regard me but you have said I'd not not." you made nothing all my counsel all the things I have said, you made it nothing and none of my reproof when I reproved you that don't do this come and do this one you say I'll do whatever I want to do next verse I also will laugh at your calamity the word of God will laugh at your calamity when your calamity comes because calamity will come It it is certain like night and day Yes. Calamity. Hmm? Hello? So you must fear a little. When you are tempted to do something wrong, you must, as a child of God, you must learn to fear God that, Charlie, I have to be careful. This thing I did the last time. Another opportunity has come for me to do this thing. It's okay. Let me advise myself. I don't want to have any problem with God. So, about 10. Let me just follow what God says. No more fooling around. If you don't make that decision, you say that God will always forgive me. You'll be surprised that there's a time coming when you will not be able to repent. And you will not find a place for repentance. Hmm. You'll be surprised that God will be silent on you. God will be quiet on you. You'll be shocked. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. There's a, there's a, time, if you don't, there's a time that God helps. If you don't accept that time, it's finished. It is finished. Hallelujah. There's a point in the in the in the Bible where uh, in in First Corinthians chapter five, Paul was discussing someone who was sleeping with his mother's with his father's wife in the church. Boldly, like some people sleep with their aunties. Do you understand? Uh, he with that's that's what he does. He sleeps with his auntie. When the auntie comes to the house, it is for sexual bouts. Yes. And you are happy about it. You are continuing in it. You need to advise yourself. You are sleeping with your cousin. Yes. Your father's brother's daughter. Your father's brother's son. is your sexual partner. These are things God does not like. You are a child of God. God is talking to you. I don't like this. You are sleeping with someone's husband. I don't like this. You are sleeping with someone's wife. I don't like this. You say, this is what I will do. Maybe you did it once, twice. God says, stop it. Hello. God says what? You are sleeping with someone who is not your wife. God says stop it. When I said cousin, uncle, and those, you say H. You two are sleeping with someone who is not your wife. That one to H. H. You are lying about so many things. Some people can even lie to pastors. Yes, you are lying consistently. You've lied about so many things, and we know that you are lying. But we have just we are just quiet watching you. It's, it's a very serious thing. There's a time when the Lord will just decide that it's fine. This guy was living with his father's wife. And he was not repentant about it. He was even bold in the church about it. You know what me I can do? <laughs> I'm slaying, I tell you. He's talking about it. Paul said that, listen, this guy is not changing. So do you know what to do? He says, give his body over to Satan. There's something like that in the New Testament. Give his body over to Satan. So that, that's, that's in verse 5. It says, deliver such an one to Satan. Hmm? Deliver such a person to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. So that the person's spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Like the guy is pulling around, so but God can't do anything about it. Nobody can do anything about it. So now, he must die. He has to die. And even that one, he says that the church should deliver him. His flesh to Satan for destruction. Message, eh? Yes. That's the mercy of God. This is the mercy of God. This is like, because if they leave him or leave her, okay, and not pray this kind of prayer for him, he will end up not believing in Jesus Christ at the end of the day and lose and and loses salvation completely. So Paul says, in order for him not to lose his salvation, give his flesh, but like pray that he will forsake and die that is a prayer we need to pray for all boys and girls who are not changing after several attempts by God to change a lot of things in their lives God is talking to you, saying so many things preaching, podcast, YouTube counsel, normal sitting down with you, talking to you, all the time you say that I can't change, this is what I will do he says we should hold this man's eh, this is what, message. Hold this man's conduct up to public scrutiny. Let him defend it if he can. But if he can, not then out with him. It will be totally devastating to him. Of course, and of course, and embarrassing to you. But better devastation and embarrassment than damnation. You want him on his feet and forgive him before the master on the day, day of judgment. It it's, not, it's not really saying it well. Yes. He says deliver such an one. Hmm. Esau we have Jacob and Esau they were twins. Okay? Now, Esau was the firstborn and Esau was joking with the firstborn birthright. The firstborn was the one to inherit the blessings of Abraham and had the he was the one to continue the seed, the Godly seed to bring Christ into being. Right now we don't say the God of Isaac, Esau and Joseph. We say the God of Sorry, we don't say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. We say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob was the second one. He was a junior. He was not supposed to be part of that list. But because Esau didn't think that it was anything, like, he felt that, away we with all this spiritual nonsense? Did you get it? Like He was making useless what God thought was very important. He thought was nothing. So he's called the fornicator. In Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews 12, 16. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, for, who for one muscle of meat sold his birthright. For one muscle of meat, for food, he sold his birthright. He said that, I, I, I don't, I'm hungry. I'm, are, I'm hungry. You say what? As we are talking about birthright because Jacob had prepared food. He had come from the town and he was very hungry and he wanted some of the food. Jacob said, if you want some of my food, sell me your birthright." He said, Ah, I'm hungry and to death to the point of death. I am talking about birthright. Take the birthright. Give me the food and let me eat. He gave birthright for food. It's like trading sex for your eternity. Do you understand? Trading, stealing for your eternity. Trading lying. Money for your eternity. FIFA. It's like trading FIFA. I mean, God cares about those things. Well, Because of football, you are not in church. There's a time coming when you will be waiting on God for something to happen. And God will say, it's not happening. When I wanted you to do something for me, you were watching FIFA. Are you not tired of Chelsea playing Liverpool every year? Every year, they play at least four times. All the time they are playing. And you are so excited about it that you can't seem to care. After several years, you can't seem to care yourself of it. At the start, it's fine. But as you grow, God would not want you to continue in life. Yes. I used to like football a lot. I like football. I know all the teams. I know, what, I know what football is. I know defense. I used to play football myself. I was going to be taken to Spain some years ago, many years ago, when I was just 10, 11. Oh, yes. If you look at my calves, you see that I've trained before. Yes. I have big calves. It's as a result of training. It's not by birth. It's by training. Going up and down. Training. Yes. But he don't trade what belongs to God for nothing. Do you get it? Yes? Hey! Don't trade what belongs to God for nothing. Esau birthright for, for food. When he realized that he had made a mistake, he came back for the blessings. His father said, it is too late. I've blessed Jacob and he cannot be blessed. He's only left the curses. And Esau said, I like the cases. Just give it to me. Yes. And the father pronounced curses upon him. Hey. Look at the next verse. Verse 17. For you know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. So there's a time when God rejected. This is New Testament. It's not Old Testament. He was rejected for he found no place of repentance. Sometimes God wants you to do something very great for him. And then you are fooling around. We are fooling around with your life. Some some pleasures, seconds of pleasure can be very costly. It can cost you your whole life, cost you your whole future, cost you everything. Second, if you can't hold there's something called self-control. It's part of developing in the Lord. As you're developing in the Lord, it's part of the fruit of the spirit: self-control, where you can say it's okay. No, do you see? Don't say I, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't. There's something called self-control. What are you talking about? Why can't you say no? How come someone else is saying no and you can't say no? are behaving like you are the only one who was tempted yes for you know how afterward he he when he would have inherited a blessing he was rejected for he found no place of repentance though he sorted carefully with tears he sorted carefully with tears carefully with tears he was crying he was not careful but it was too late So you don't know when God, you don't know when you will do a particular thing and God will say it's finished. Do you get it? Yeah, so don't just don't go along a certain line. What? Be afraid of God, don't tempt God, don't be, don't be like that. Yes, you're tempting God, it's like, Oh, Charlie, this thing is <laughs> a regular thing that we God do. Strange, God. Mm? It's a regular thing, we do it normally. It's normal. Oh, this one fornication is part of what I do. I drink it like coffee every now and then. You are confident about it. They are not asking the Lord to help you to overcome the thing. That's what he's there for. After some time, he will say, it's finished. Because he keeps bringing you help to help you. Bringing you pastors to help you. Bringing you opportunities to help you. But you keep pushing it away. And saying that in me dwelleth no good. There's no good thing in my flesh. (laughs) God, you know that is my temptation. It's my problem. Why do you keep bringing it to me? Sister, let's continue our lives. Let's steal, the, let's steal the money. This is my problem. I'm into betting. It's my problem. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm into betting. That's my problem. That's my weak point. The flesh is weak. The spirit is weak. God says, don't say those things. He's helping you. Then, so what? Are you, are you going to live with it till the end of your life? Are you going to live with it till the end of your life? What are you talking about? You are exchanging your life for nothing. For nothing. Nothing. You are exchanging eternity for nothing. So fear God. That's the fear of the Lord. Yes. You must fear the Lord. but You don't know when it will be finished. Hmm? It's called failing of the grace of God. This is Hebrews 12, 17. Go to verse 14. Follow peace with all men and holiness. He says, follow peace. In other words, have, be peaceful towards all people. Don't be fighting unnecessary fights. Today you are not talking to this person. Today I'm not talking to this person. Today I'm fighting this one. Follow peace. Have peace with all men. With all. Then it says, and holiness. Follow after holiness. What is holiness? What is holiness? I am for the Lord. I am the temple of God because the lord is in me because christ is in me i am holy holiness is the presence of the lord the presence of the lord upon something is what makes it holy that is why spoons can be holy spoons don't fornicate so holiness has nothing to do with those things holiness has everything to do with the fact that god so it's god in perspective not foolish things in perspective in other words having the the mindset that god is in me i am for the lord and i'm not for these things I'm not for fornication, I'm not for uncommon things. I'm not for lying, I'm not for stealing, I'm not for foolishness. I'm not for all those things. I'm not for homosexuality, I'm not for lesbianism. I'm not for all those things. I am for the Lord. The presence of the Lord is upon me. I'm anointed for him, I'm set apart unto his use. Therefore, I am for him. So, that that's, is follow after that, be conscious of that. That is holiness. The opposite of holiness is commonness. Holiness makes you uncommon. So you are uncommon. Why don't I do those things? Because the presence of God is in my life. I'm the temple of God. I don't do those things. I don't know if you get it. It says, follow after peace. Follow peace with all men and holiness. Then it says, with that which no man shall see the Lord. Without holiness, you can't see the Lord. That's the truth. Next verse. Look okay, at the next verse. Look intelligently. Let's read the Amplified. Of verse 15, exercise foresight and be on the watch to look after one another, to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace. Someone can fail to secure God's grace. This is New Testament. Fails to secure God's grace is a major favor and spiritual blessing. In order that no root of bitterness, of root of, of resentment, rank of bitterness, or hatred, shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it. Have you seen it? You see, someone can fail of the grace of It's like the grace of God is not working in your life again. You have failed of the grace of God. Uh, let, let's look at a message. Message version. This thing is not said, man, but it's the truth. You think God is a fool? God wants something that he's looking for. It's like trying to, you are doing, you are doing construction work. You are building a house and you are looking for people to build a house. Yet you are not finding anybody to build a house. All those who are supposed to build the house are building their own houses. What do you think you will do? You, are, you have employed them and none of them is doing the work. They are all doing something. Today, with many as my, you, my, my waist is spinning me. My buttocks is spinning me. My chest is spinning me. My ear is spinning me. My nose is spinning me today. All the time, for many years, you are not available for what God wants. You are only available for foolish things yet you want him to give you grace you want him to give you mercy you want him to give you goodness all the time Ah, ah. ah. what do you think it doesn't work so he's telling you that listen don't take me for granted don't take god for granted that's basically what god is saying. don't take me for granted don't behave as though it's like god, god yeah he's mad no matter what you do it's fine no At, after some time it is not fine because you can fail of the grace of God, make sure no one gets left out of God's generosity. Someone can be left out of God's generosity. You are falling outside of God's generosity. It's, it's not working anymore. Hmm? I see what I'm talking about. Fear the Lord. Yes. Fear the Lord. It's an opportunity for you to steal. No, I'm not doing that. You don't know when the grace you fail of the grace. You don't know. You don't know when God say, "Hey, it's finished." You say, "Michael, ah, the guy, this is the last straw." Let's finish him. Hey, it's very dangerous. Today you have Christians who easily fornicate. It's like it's nothing. It's like we are shaking hands. Hello? Shake hands with this one. <laughs> oh, it's not my I meaning we, we are in the flesh. What can we do? We are tired though. It's not easy keeping yourself. Oh. I mean, just, Let's just shake. It's part of life. Yes. You shake. Every now and then. You shake boys. Yes. You shake boys. Because you are trying different things. You want to be bisexual. So you try with a guy. You sleep with a guy. Guy. You sleep with a the guy. Then you sleep with a girl. Just to see how it feels like. Pros and cons. To see. You are tasting. You'll you, you, you be surprised. These are Christians. Christians. It is shocking. The crop of Christians we have. In our young people today, it is it is shocking. The amount of the world that is in them is shocking. It's shocking. The things they think about and the things they want to do, it is surprising. I Meanwhile, they are born again. They are born again. They don't want to be aligned with God. You want God to align with you. You're a joke. You say you are young, so you, are, you can do whatever. Grow up and see. You'll be shocked. Don't joke with God. Don't joke with God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Haven't you seen aunties and uncles who, it's like their life has stopped? nothing is working, they are praying they are doing everything, nothing is working because the time when they were supposed to remember their, their Lord they didn't remember the Lord remember that Lord, your God, the Lord your God in the days of your youth, they didn't mind God in the days of their youth they want God to mind them in the days of their adulthood it doesn't work it doesn't work I'm sorry for talking to you like this but that is the truth, I must make sure I tell you the full counsel of God stop joking with God, stop joking with God do you understand, you don't behave like everything is fine Let's kiss and say goodnight. Let's be happy. Let's do whatever. Let's fool around. Let's forget about the Lord. Let's live for our lives. Let's live for ourselves. Let's do whatever. Let's, it's like those who have chosen the Lord that this, at a young age, they are foolish people. You will see a clear difference as time goes, you will be there. But you are not like that in Jesus' name. Many opportunities to do many wrong things, but you say no. Why do you think Joseph said no to Potiphar's wife? Joseph could have chosen a very easy path. Very very easy path. I mean, you're having sex with your boss's wife. You know what will happen for you in your in the house. I tell you, you eat well, you bath with milk, and you enjoy. I mean, you're enjoying life. You you have strength. Forty-five does not have that. Strength. You have bulldozer strength. You can service, servicing minister. Yes, minister for service. Yes, and styles are Can do different styles. Your legs are strong. You can stand in a certain way. Foolish boy. Your life, he would have he was going to exchange his destiny. He knew it. He was going to exchange his destiny for this pleasure. That is what is at stake. If you don't know what I'm telling you, your destiny is at stake. Yes. Joseph didn't do it even once. You have done it several times, and you still you keep doing. You think your destiny is in line. It's not repent. When the Lord tells you to repent, repent quickly. Quickly. You get it? Yes. Repent quickly. The goodness of God that is given to you is so that you repent. God has not acted because he wants you to repent. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. It's just because he wants you to repent. He says, oh, don't you know? Eh? Or did you think that because he's such a nice God, this message, eh? or do you, did you think that because he's such a nice God, he lets you off the hook? Better think this one through from the beginning. God is kind, but he's not soft. Hmm? God is kind, but he's not what. His in kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. Have you seen it? That's that he wants us to change. He's not soft. He's nice, but he's not soft. Don't despise his goodness. King James, look at King James. Or despises down the riches riches of of his goodness and forbearance. Not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. The goodness of God leads you to repentance. You have not died. You've not had HIV. You've not had any of those things because God is just being nice to you. For what purpose? So that you will change. Not so that you say that, hey, the thing, God, he doesn't care about it. Though. God doesn't care about this thing. I mean, I'm doing this. I'm doing all these things. God is not minding. I'm fine. I'll be hard guy. I'll be wild. Nobody has gotten pregnant on you. Whenever I ask, them, can they can. They'll go pull out. They do pull out. <laughs> you will see. <laughs> it is the goodness of God. It is the mercy of God. Yes. The goodness of God leads you to repentance. God is being good to you because he wants you to repent. Don't take God for granted. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Don't take God for granted. Yes. One young man I, I knew, You were telling him, his sister is in church. He's not in church, but his sister is in church. His younger sister. He was married and he was still fooling and doing all kinds of things. All kinds of things. He had HIV without knowing. And it's, I mean, he'll be, he'll, yeah, he, in fact, he infected his wife. Of course. Yes, of course. That's why you should be wise when you are choosing who to marry. You there be there. When we are talking to you, it's like, oh, it's life is not life. Be there. HIV is real. Go to the HIV world. You'll be shocked how many people come there. You'll be surprised. These days, people can live with it. So it's like, oh, it's, not, it's normal. It's like malaria. Yeah. That's that you spend your whole life taking a lot of medications. All the time. Be blessed. But this guy did not know that he was HIV positive. And he was continuing for many years. About three years. And he progressed to AIDS. Before they found out. I mean, that's what, that's what happened. That's what the devil would do to you. Yes. Progressed to AIDS. And he didn't know. So when they took him to the when they rushed him, he had a cry, very wild well cry, they took him to the hospital. Checked, they checked, they did a lot of checks. like, ah, this thing's not supposed to be, what, how come it's like everything is here, you are weak everywhere? When they decided to do HIV, when they checked, it was eight. Three, four months later, he was dead. So he's dead as I'm talking to you now. It's finished. It is what? Finished. What are you going to give account for? You lived your life having sex. That's all you live your life for. Having sex. Watching football. Betting. Lying. Cheating. As a child of God. You You say you're a child of God. You're fooling around. That's not how it works. Very soon, you may fail of the grace of God. I don't know when I'll fail of the grace of God. So when the temptation comes, I say to it, God bless you. Be blessed. I'm I'm the pastor of the church. You think I don't have temptation? If you have temptations, you are not the target of the devil. I'm the target of the devil. So you just imagine. Because yeah, if I have a problem, bigger, it's a bigger issue. You, all of you scatter. The whole church will scatter if I have a problem. So you can imagine their, their, their attack to make me have a problem. How do you forget it? Yeah. Uh huh. How come I'm not doing some things? I'm afraid of God. That a, it, the, I, may, I may continue in a certain way and then it's like it's finished. It is what? Finish. It's finished. It's a time when God helps. After some time, he doesn't. So be smart. Hmm? Make a choice for God. Make a choice for Jesus. Stay with him. No matter what is going on. No matter what is happening. You are following Jesus. You are praying to him. You are talking to him. You are existing for his purposes. Not for your own purposes. And I tell you, God's purposes are good. He will make your life so beautiful. Fill your life with so many beautiful things. Take you all around the world. The devil can't do that. Only God can do that. And give you a wonderful future in eternity as well. Here on earth and there in eternity. In Jesus' name. If you have any question about what I've said, ask me. I can show you so many scriptures. So many scriptures so many scriptures to the same effect to the same don't joke like it's something not to play with you get it don't play with god you don't know when you knew that and say god forgive me and that'll be the end of your life you don't know you don't know when a strange sickness or someone who used you for sacrifice because you went to a certain club and followed a certain guy you've gone several times but nothing has happened But one day you meet somebody who is going to... He's the one going to kill you. Give you a painful, slow, painful death. And nobody will arrest him for it. Listen, things are happening. eh? I'm a pastor, so I hear things. Things come to me. Yes. People are doing wicked... wicked They are wicked men around. Who are even seeking for repentance and are not getting? They are not getting because they've gone beyond a certain threshold. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 6. You have a question? Okay. Hebrews chapter 6 from verse 4. Look at Hebrews 6, 4. Don't joke with God. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. Impossible. It is impossible for those who were once enlightened. That means that who were once born again. And after the heavenly gifts, they've tasted of all the gifts. There are three heavenly gifts that God gives to you in the born again experience. The gift of eternal life, the gift of righteousness, and the gift of the Holy Spirit. These are three essential gifts that are given to you. Heavenly gifts are given to you when you get born again eternal life, righteousness, the Holy Spirit. And we're made partakers of the Holy Ghost. To be a partaker of the Holy Ghost means that now you have communion with the Holy Ghost. Meaning that you, they've received the Holy Spirit and have communion. The word partaker is communion. They know about the fellowship of the Spirit, the participation of the Spirit. They all know everything about the Holy Spirit and they have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And have tasted the good word of God. The good word of God is the highest height of God's word. Okay? There's the milk of God's word. There's a meat of God's word, there's a strong meat of God's word, and there's a honey of God's word. The honey of God's word, God's word is the highest, which is the good word of God. Like, they have real fellowship, of, they have the highest kind of fellowship with the word of God. And the powers of the world to come. he says, they have experienced the powers of the world to come. The powers of the world to come has to do with the gifts of revelations. You have, you've had access to gifts of word of wisdom, gifts of prophecy. You have access to things that normal human beings don't have access to. Gifts of healings and all of that. Gifts of Gifts of prophecy, word of knowledge, all those things are coming to you. You know, you know these things. You can pick someone's past and pick someone's future. How many human beings can do that? It's not understand. but this these people, it says height of they are on the height of Christianity. It says, it's it is impossible. Next verse, if they should fall away, if they should fall away, because some of them fall away. If they should fall away, to renew, it is impossible to renew them again on repentance. There is no place for repentance for them. If they should fall away. After experiencing all these nice things with God. And then you fall away by one thing or the other. You should know that the devil is chasing you. He doesn't want to give up on you. You are born again, but the devil doesn't want to give up on you. Why? Because he knows that you can fall away. He can get you to a place where you can fall off. And he doesn't give up. Until you die, he doesn't give up. It's always pushing to make sure you go wrong and become something you're not supposed to become. So that you fall away. And not find repentance again. Then he says, seeing they crucify to themselves, the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. It's impossible to renew them. So there are people, human beings, walking on this earth, born-again Christians, who are falling away because they've gotten to the height of relationship with God, height of maturity with God, and have decided that away with all these things. They, know, and, they know, and then they decide that we are going to do whatever we want to do. I don't know if you get it. I mean, there's this pastor who's busy sleeping with this girl. In his church. Okay? For money. He's paying her school fees, Paying her water bill. Doing all those things. And the price is that. I'm going to sleep with you. And he slept with her for many years. Not once, not twice. Many years. To the extent that the wife has found out. And still. He's still doing it. I mean such a person. What do you think? What do you think? I mean. There's a, a problem. He has forgotten about Jesus Christ. What do you think? He's not repentant. He, he can't repent. Yes. He's to a place where he can't repent. He can't change. Yes. Don't get there. Like, you can't repent. There's no pla- That's what it means. There's no place of repentance. You can't, re- you can't come to repentance. You can't find your way there. You are stuck in the problem. Stuck in that Thing you can't you can't come out. Don't joke with. Don't joke. Seriously, Charlie. Like all jokes aside, don't joke with these things. Be smart. Take the power of the spirit that is inside you. Control yourself. Self control. It's a fruit of the spirit. Self control. In cheso. Yeah. I was when you marry you can't you can't it can't work. Marriage does. Marriage is not a cure for. It's not a cure for. Uh, what last? Marriage is not a cure for lust; it can never be, and it will never be. You need to cure yourself now by the power of the Holy Ghost through the Word of God. I was when a wife gives birth and is breastfeeding. When a wife gets pregnant, you may not be able to have sex. This is the reality of marriage. When a wife gets pregnant, you may not be able to have sex with her for a very long time. There are some who, I know someone who is unable to sleep with his wife for two years whenever she gets pregnant. Two years. The pregnancy year, he can't because it can, the baby can come out. So no touching, nothing. No smooching, nothing. I mean, we are just lying down like log. One full year. Then when the baby comes, one another full year of breastfeeding. So, and he has four children. So at least he's gone eight years without sex in marriage. And he's still married. He's not done anything anywhere. He's a preacher. He's been here a number of times. Yes. Eight full years. Four children. Yes. Four children. When your wife is breastfeeding, you can't drink the breast milk. You can't take the breast milk. If you don't learn to control yourself today that you are not married, marriage will not not cure it. Your wife will never be available all the time. Something will be happening, even when it's available, you get tired after some time. You need the Holy Ghost to renew your strength and your love. Yes. You need to pray in the Holy Ghost, I tell you. Hey, so you better conform to God. God is not wicked, whatever He tells is for your own good. God has been around longer than you, it's in your own interest. Question. Thank you, Daddy. Thank um, you.
3: So my question is about someone who finds themselves in the situation that you described. How do they practically employ the word of God and the grace of God to repent?
0: That, you, probably you didn't hear what I said. You can't. Don't get there. That's what I'm trying to say. Not those who are got you to this point. Those who are in problems. Yes. God, that's what God is telling you now. Change. 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 Or it's too difficult to understand. That is a change. Surrender to God. Tell the Lord, I'm tired. Help me. The Lord will help you. Take his help. His help is well-timed help to help you in time of... Hebrews chapter chapter 4, uh, Verse 14. 14, 15, 16, yes. Hebrews chapter 4. From verse 14. Eh. Seeing then that we have a great high priest, that is passing to the heavens. Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast our profession or confession. Next verse. Then it says, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. It says, Jesus, who is a high priest, is a high priest who can be touched with all the feelings that we are touched with all the problems you have, he's also had it. Can you imagine? Jesus also had the problems you have. Then he says, but was in all points tempted like as we are engaged without sin. He was tempted in all points like you are being tempted. He also saw big butthos. He also had an opportunity to not mind God. He also had an opportunity to watch football and not mind God. He all had an opportunity to bet, but he didn't. Why? Because he, he, he revered God, do you see? He says, now he's our high priest and he's there to help you. Go back to verse 15. For we have not an high priest. We don't have an high priest which cannot be charged with the feeling of our infirmity. He can't be, the feeling what you have, he has had it before. So don't say, God, you don't know how it feels. He knows how it feels. That is why he became a man. He knew you would say that. He knew you would say that. He doesn't know how, you, how it feels. So he became a man so that he can know how it feels. Yes. And when he became a man and knew how it feels, he says he was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin. Yet without sin. He was able to jump over all the hurdles. He was able to jump over all the hurdles. For what purpose? So that he can help you jump over every hurdle that comes your way. That is why he jumped. He came to become a man. To have feelings like you have. So that he can be able to help you to get your help in, in time of need. That's another six, 16 let us, because it's a high priest who can be charged with all our, the feelings of our infirmities, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy. So if you have done something wrong, come for mercy. Receive mercy. God, forgive me. He's merciful to forgive you. After he has forgiven you, he says, and find grace. So there's mercy, and there's grace. Mercy is when you have done the wrong thing. You need mercy. Grace is when you are about to do the wrong thing. When you are about to do the wrong thing, there's grace to help you in time of your need. In a time when you are tempted to do something wrong, ask him, Lord, help me. And he, he has the ability to help you jump over that girl and jump over that big man with his big stomach and say, no, I'm not going to do this again. He's there to help you to say no. That's all you need to say. That's all you need to say in your mouth. No, I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. And he's there to strengthen you to say no and help you strengthen you to jump over that. That's why he became a man. So that he can be tempted and know how to overcome all those things. So that he can help you. He can be a coach for you. So you don't say, oh, I don't know. When it comes, I can't... Because you've not been asking for his help. You think that he's not this... All he's there for is mercy. No, he's there for help, to help you. Do You understand? To help you and find grace, to help in time of need. In your time of need, he's there to help you find grace. Hebrews chapter 2. Then my wife will talk. My wife wants to say something. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 16. For verily, Jesus took not on him the nature of angels. Jesus was not an angel when he was walking on earth. That's what he's trying to tell you. Jesus was not what? Even angels were tempted by ladies and they fell. Yes. Angels were tempted by ladies and they fell. Oh yes. Genesis chapter 6. But he didn't take on the, the form of an angel. But he took on him the seed of Abraham. He became a human being. Next verse. For what purpose? Because of this, it was necessary for him to be made like his brothers in every way. So that he might be a high priest full of mercy. And keeping faith in everything to do with God. Making offerings for the sins of the people, so he's there to make offerings for the sins of the people. You see, uh huh. Next verse, he's there to make offerings for your sins. That is true. Then he says, For having been put to test himself, he is able to give help to others when they are tested. So, when you are tested, he's able to give you what help when you are tested. So, don't stop saying that I don't know what to do, you don't know I'm this is Jesus says, I'm there to help you. That means you don't believe what the, the word of God is saying. If you are saying something it means you don't believe, and you keep on, and God after some time it will be finished. If you find yourself in it, tell God, I need help. Because that is, he's is able to give help to others when they are tested. For having been put to te- the test himself, he is able to give help to those to others when they are tested. He is there to help you. If others have been helped by him, why can't I too special for him to help you? What are you talking about? That is how we are existing. His help. Lord, help me. Help me jump over this thing. Yes. Help me not lie. I feel like lying about this. Thing. I feel like stealing. I'm hungry. I want to steal this thing. And sell. I want to do this. I want to help me not to go along that. And he is there to help you. That's his job. His job is to help you jump over all the crises of life. And walk in holiness. As he has destined and designed for you to walk in. For your life, your life to be a light. You see, you must be a light. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 14. Look at Philippians 2.14. We can still read in the BBA. Do all things without protest and arguments. Verse 15. So that you may be holy and gentle. Children of God without sin. You see? Children of God without what? They are children of God with sin. God doesn't like that. says children of God without sin in a twisted and foolish generation. This generation is twisted and foolish. It's not, it didn't start today. Paul's time it was there. Twisted in Paul's day, porn was on the ground. There were drawings of pornography on the floor in the Roman Empire. As you are going on the floor, porn is on, as you are walking, every step you see something. Woman, man, sleeping, this one, this one. That's what you see. Roma, the Roman Empire was one of the most corrupt empires. If you've, if you've watched Pompey or read about Pompey, you, Pompey was the height. Hmm? There was this town, Corinth, okay? Current was the hub of sexual activity. It, that, that was the reason why that, that city was made. Yes, that was the reason for it. So that people coming from the east and the west can meet there and do whatever they want to do. Yes, and Paul planted a church there. So don't think that what, what you have is just these days. No, we've not even gotten to the height they were on. They're very high so he says so that you may be holy and gentle children of God without sin in a twisted and foolish generation among whom you are seen as lights in the world God wants you to be seen as lights in this world, not part of the darkness no difference between you and them it's a problem as I want
3: hallelujah I just wanted to add to what pastor has been saying. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 3. Okay. Verse 12. So the Christian walk is by faith. It's by faith. It is believing and seeing. Believing and seeing. Believing and seeing. And in Hebrews chapter 3, Paul, or the writer was talking about, Israel. But what happened to Israel? They saw the works of God. He took them from Egypt. They went through the Red Sea. They had the cloud cloud by day, the fire by night. They had all that. But they still did not believe. Okay? And in Christianity, you believe to be saved, isn't it? Believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. He said, take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you with an evil heart of unbelief. In departing from the living God, your heart of unbelief can lead you to departing from the living God. So it doesn't have to do with fornication and all those things alone. With regard to everything, when God is telling you to do something and you want to do your own thing, what are you doing? I don't even know what it is. And it is pride. And you will be resisted. Because God says that he resists the proud. But he gives grace. He gives his ability to the humble. In everything that you are doing, if you think you are smarter than God, then you are in trouble. Because he says that the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. The wisdom of this world is foolishness with god so you think you are smarter than god and you are feeding yourself on all these worldly theories which is foolishness foolishness and that is what you are focusing on to your detriment to your destruction because that is the way that is the end all these people who are doing all these things and flaunting them with boldness, they are in distraction. In recent times, I've just been looking at these, you see, these actors, these Hollywood actors and actresses, they are human beings just like us. The movies are just movies. It's acting. They are not the superheroes. They are not the supermen. They are not the Thor's. It is all fictional. But somehow, after that, people make them gods. And people make them their standards in life. But they are mere human beings. And you should listen to their life stories. They are pathetic. Very pathetic. But because this person acted as a god in a movie, when he comes to stand and talks against The real God, you people will listen to him because he was tall. Yes, subconsciously. Who is he? Another mere man. This Lawrence Fishburne, the pastor is talking about, in Matrix, it was called Morpheus. I think it was one of the movies that made him very popular, Morpheus. He looks like invincible. Very strong. Look at Whitney Houston's life. Superstar Whitney. Everything glitz and glamour. Terrible life. Anything without God is a mess. Look at Will Smith. The the fact Will Smith will talk and people want to... Go and look at his children. It's just the kind of and he, they believe that they are doing the right thing. This is what they believe. That they are, look at the son. A drug addict. And we don't even know what is going on. And they believe. You see the deception? They believe that they are doing, you can't see that the thing is, you, you can't see. But he believes he's doing, it's amazing. He deception in this world and you you contend with the word of God you argue with God's word why who are you what do you know this word has been there for centuries now you are woke so you are smarter than God you are cooler than God. You know, you are smarter than God. You are sharp. You are sharper than God. Oh, that's very sad. You are a fool. Because there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. Even Solomon, who had the heights of pleasure, came to her and said that everything is vanity. Why do you want to tow that same path? To come to that same conclusion? You are a fool. And the, the unfortunate thing is, there are so much, there are so many um, heads that come with that path. As you are here doing the work of God, you are protected so much from so many things. These so-called girls who say they are chilling, you should go to their rooms. They cry at night. They cry at night. They are not happy. They are suicidal. But they show a certain facade to show that, oh, we are strong. And that is what you want. Oh, why? Why? Listen to what the word of God is saying. It is for your own good. Stop trying to be smarter than God. You say, okay, okay, our well, God will forgive me. Pastor has showed us you can fail of the grace of God. You can. And besides that, Jesus came to deliver you from that sin. So why do you want to go back to it? It doesn't make any sense. It is not better. It comes with a lot of sorrows. Romans 6, 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound Two. God forbid. How shall we? Who? We are dead to sin. So this is, this is Christianity. What the Bible says is what you are. The Bible says you are dead to sin. It's okay, I, ac- I receive it. I accept it. I believe it. That is what it is. I am dead to sin. Live any longer therein. We are dead to sin. Why do you want to become alive in sin again? Why? Wisdom. Christ has made wisdom unto us. It is everything in this world. The fact that you are young doesn't mean you are stupid. Why? Don't, don't let that narrative continue. Who told you that? That I'm young, so I'm stupid. I'll be stupid. Who told you that? It's a life from the pit of hell. It's a life from the pit of hell. God has done so much for us. Jesus has done so much for us. That is the only salvation that there is. There's nothing else. Accept it, and you'll be happy. What? I don't know what fun club... So, when Pastor was talking, a certain, um, there was a Satanist who has become a preacher... He preaches a lot. And he he said that, you know, the clubs, eh, when he was a Satanist, when they go, they look for Christians who are in the club. That's what they do. Because you're not supposed to be there. So they pray on the Christians who are in the club. And then they destroy them. Because it's like you are, you are you are out of order, and I was like, "Wow, he's a satanist who has become a Christian, and he's saying that this is what we do." He said, "Oh, what are you saying? Oh, we don't even understand you anymore." So let's let's let's. Let's be serious, okay? Just accept the word of God. It won't kill you. It is your salvation. It won't kill you. It is your salvation. It will bring you joy. It will bring you peace. It will bring you sound mind. It will bring you all the good things. Anything apart from it, you are on your own. When you move out of God's will, you are on your own. You are telling God that I can do this by myself. And you can be assured of failure, 100%. That surety of failure is 100%. And you just hurt yourself. And worry too many people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed? Have you learned anything? Because if you hear one side of the thing only, you may make an error. You may commit an error, you may think that oh, everything is fine. Everything is not fine. God wants to go in a certain line. Send Jesus to come and die so that you can live for him, not for yourself. And not fool around. Okay? Who has a question? Anybody Hel- with a question?
3: Hello, Pastor. Sure. Hebrews verse 13. There's there's one scripture there that is, is very important. Okay. So but exhort one another daily, while it is called today so chapter 13
0: Hebrews 3 So
3: that's 13. what that's what we are doing right now. We are exhorting one another. Today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. So when you be, you continue to sin,
0: you are hardening yourself. You
3: are hardening your heart. And like I said, sin is disobeying God. So even in normal things when you disobey God, you realize that if you don't quickly repent, you start becoming Hardened to the voice of God, and that can take you away from God. Do you understand? Don't be hardened to the and it's it's a deceitfulness. Sin is deceitful, it's a lie. It's a lie.
0: Amplify. Amplify of this verse. Let's amplify it. But instead, warn, admonish, edge, and encourage. That's what we are doing now one another every day as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened into settled rebellion by the deceitfulness of sin by the fraudulence, the stratagem the trickery which the delusive glamour of his sin may play on him H deceitfulness of sin glamour, it's like it comes a certain kind of glamour, like you are woke you are hard, you are a hard guy, you are a hard lady may the Lord have mercy on you and may he give you a heart to change God has been bringing his grace and his mercy to you as we've been talking to you now, yes all that we have been saying is to bring you grace and mercy and the Lord has been talking to you to bring you in order to make his blessings in your life work yes I want you to pray and thank him for all that he has said to you this morning. Thank him. Thank him. And if... Thank him. Thank him first of all. Thank him first of all. Thank him first of all. Thank him. him. My life is in your hands, Lord. Lord, I offer my life
2: to you, everything I've been through, use it for your glory.
0: my life. Lord forgiving you, bringing you mercy. It's time to ask for any forgiveness and receive his mercy. It comes to a throne of grace, boldly to a throne of grace, so that you may obtain mercy. Obtain mercy this morning. says and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, an advocate, a lawyer with the Father. Christ Jesus who is the righteous. Who is the propitiation for our sins? Not for ours only but for the sins of all the world. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Don't speak in tongues. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Forgive me, Lord, for my errors. For my errors. For my errors. For my errors. Forgive me for my errors. I obtain mercy, Lord. Mercy. For all my slips, my faults, my false steps, for false speeches, false actions. Forgive me, Father. Touch the Lord to have mercy on you. To have mercy on you. Lies. Deceiving others. Going in the wrong way. Ask the Lord for mercy. Ask the Lord for mercy wherever you are. Ask the Lord for mercy. Mercy. Talk to the Lord. Mercy on us, Lord. Mercy on us, Lord. Mercy on us. Now I want you to ask for grace. Find grace to help you. Maybe you're on the verge of a challenge or you're in the midst of a challenge. Ask the Lord. Find grace. Bible says to find grace to help in time of your need. Find grace right now. Receive grace to jump over that hurdle. To jump over that challenge. To jump over that temptation that is staring at you in your face. To jump over that problem. That challenge. That unbelief in your heart. That rebellion in your heart. Find help. Tell the Lord to give you help. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Jump over these hurdles. Help me jump over this sin. Help me jump over this limitation. Help me jump over this sin that has been a problem for me all these years. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Find grace. Find grace right now to help you. To help you in your crisis in your current problem Lord help me help me with self control help me with kindness help me with patience help me with your love help me with your strong hand help me guide me out of this challenge guide me out of this problem that I've dug for myself this pit that I've dug for myself help me come out I receive your help I receive your help Father we receive your help receive your help. We receive your help, Lord. Malahadagadabala. Maladabaya balaba. And Lord, I offer my life to you. Everything
2: I've been through. Use it
0: for your
2: glory. Lord, I offer my day. my praise to you as a pleasing sacrifice
0: Lord I offer you things in the past right things in the past Jumping. things yet unseen
2: Visions and dreams that are yet to come true all of my hopes and all of my days my heart and my hands are lifted to
0: Sing that portion. Things in the past. Things in the past. Can you show us the words?
2: Things yet
0: unseen. Wishes and dreams
2: that are
0: yet to come true.
3: All of my hopes and all of my plans. Plans, plans not plagues. All of, of my plans. plans.
0: to you. Let's sing it again. Things in the past
2: things yet unseen wishes and dreams that To
1: you. Lord, I
0: offer
1: my life.
0: Lift up your hands, offer you. your life to the Lord. Take my Everything life, Lord. Everything I use it for your
2: glory. Lord, I offer my days.
0: Thank you for your children. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is helping us. Your Holy Spirit is taking absolute control of our lives to live in purity, to live in holiness, to live in your grace, awaiting your coming, to live in your purposes. Thank you for grace, Lord. To be self-controlled. Grace to bear fruits. All the fruits of the Spirit. Gentleness, meekness, patience, kindness. Joy, love. Peace. Long-suffering. Thank you. That your word is working in our hearts practically all the days of our lives. We walk in tandem with you. Working closely with you. Following you all the days of our lives. Thank you that your word will work in our lives. And we will not miss your plans and your purposes for our lives. We will not fail of your grace. That we will walk in your grace consistently. Receiving well-timed help. In our time of need. Real help from you to jump over all hurdles. And live as lights in this dark and crooked world. Thank you, Father, for your blessings upon our lives. Even In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. The word of God is for reproof and for correction. The Lord has reproved you and has corrected you. I know that the correction is working practically in your life. In Jesus' name. Blessed are the pure in hearts, for they shall see God. In other words, those who are not pure in heart, even though they are in heaven, will not see God. Yes. Pursue after holiness without which no man can see God. Don't allow the Lord to help you in holiness, you cannot see God. There's a level God cannot take you without holiness. It's not possible. Without consistent recognition of the fact that Christ is in you, therefore you are special, you are different you don't do some things you don't go to certain places you don't act foolishly because of his presence in you you're special You're difference you are his jewel yes father thank you for this blessing we are grateful in jesus name amen
3: god bless you for listening we pray that the word of god will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the Word.